I want to thank our, our sponsor, Diversity Vapor Shop. The Vapor Shop, Buddy Hall, makes his own flavors. They're amazing. Ships all over the United States. So if you want to try them, you're into vaping, you want to try the most unique flavors you've ever tried, go to go to diversity.com, go to jimcren.com. The link is on there, too, his website. But it's Buddy Hall, and they have a, a place in Dormont, Pittsburgh, and Babcock Boulevard, North Hills, in Pittsburgh. And they're our sponsor. Thank you, Buddy, and thank you, Diversity. This is the Jim Cren No Restrictions Podcast. We're coming to you nationwide. We are coming to you worldwide on the Sideshow Network. It's Mike Wysocki, Terry Jones, Mike Sasson, and here's your host, radio and comedy legend. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jim Cren. Jim Craig, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Thank you so much for downloading and streaming. We're at Talent Network Studios. Of course, Dave Settlemeyer, Frank Mergia, Josh Foley, Wayne Wow, getting the show together. And also in studio, my partners in crime. We have Mike Sasson, Terry Jones, Mike Wysocki. And we have a uh, another unique show as we've been doing the, the last uh, week or so. And we're going to uh, continue to next week with Mike. I, I said, hey, turn the show over to the guys a little bit. And uh, let them lead the way. Terry did a great job last week. I really love that show, Terry. Great subjects you brought. I thought, hey, you know, thanks. I had fun. It was tremendous. Dark restrictions. We'll be doing it again. We're going to do it again. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, we're going to do it again. That wasn't like the last time or anything. We'll do it. Yeah, you know, it's a yeah. great show. Last time you're up. doing it. <laughs> great show. You're canceled. Out. Get out of here. <laughs> We're going to get Wayne some airtime, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve a win. You earned it. You sit here listen. Yeah, you listen to this this shit every week. Put up with us. Today is my... Put up with us, man. Mike uh, Wysocki, of course. I no, I brought Mike on to do Twisted Sports in the show. A lot of people don't know he had this great, incredible, incredible sports knowledge, and I knew that because he's a comedian. You know, they don't sometimes don't think they don't look beyond that, and that's why I thought, well, Mike's perfect guy for sports, and of course, that's twisted angle of sports. So, I kind of asked Mike to lean it towards sports today with, with his subjects that he brought on because I know he has a passion for sports. I know he loves it, and I just thought you'd bring a a, a nice little strange vibe to the show with it, Mike. So <laughs> go, you go, go for it, brother. Thanks, Jimmy. Well, we're going to start off with the big news. There's a lot going on, but um. I'll say every 415 days or so, the sport of boxing takes center stage in the sports world. The kids are all watching pro wrestling, MMA, or UFC nowadays, <laughs> while the sweet science has been relegated to the archaic file. But a $300 million purse for the Floyd Mayweather-Manny Pacquiao fight. And first of all, it's time for people to stop saying... I would get beat up by Floyd Mayweather for $150 million. <laughs> of course, no one wants to see that at all. They're yeah. not going to be in the, at the ring where they say, his opponent wearing the gray cutoff sweats and the blue trim with a record of zero and zero. He's an accountant from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Tim the money counter Williams. Williams. But they will pay to see him fight an international star who's 57 and six, and that's Manny Pacquiao. $100 a pop to watch the fight. Mayweather wins, now 48-0, and and only needs two more wins to officially eclipse the 49-0 and mark, the standard set by Rocky Marciano. And so finally, white people can stop talking about Rocky Marciano. <laughs> <laughs> the big complaint about the fight, not enough violence. 
But that's what it is. I mean, Mayweather is a defensive specialist. It's like watching a team that you know relies on defense. You're not going to get an explosive offensive output by that. So a lot of people are complaining. That's their big complaint about the fight, that there wasn't enough violence, that he was hugging too much. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's that, that's, that's how he fights. That's what it is. And nothing could live up to the hype of this fight. But people seem to walk away kind of generally disappointed. Did did you enjoy it? Well, you know, as you guys know, I'm a huge fight fan. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I was a boxer, a very bad boxer, <laughs> right? Boxer with a losing record, a boxer <laughs> that I told. I know I've told this before. I'm sorry, but I was the only boxer where my trainer uh, sewed handles on my trunk so they can carry me out of the ring. <laughs> I told that story. You guys know that. Jimmy would be um, running down yeah. Strip District to, and grab an apple from the, the fruit basket, and they would actually chase his ass. Yeah. Like, no, no, give it back. Remember, give the specific story when the ref stopped. Are you all right, kid? Deny my response that we kick off or receive. That was my first fight. But, so, any, but I love the sport. I love it, and I still box, believe it or not. Training. I, I love to work out box, and I like love hanging around boxers, man. It's just, it, it's, I love this. So, of course, I had to get, get the, uh, get the fight to watch. I wish the fight was fought five years ago. Mm-hmm. Most boxers, yeah. boxers would say that too when they yeah. were at their peak. But we get what we get, right? Right. I didn't complain. I expected that, Mike. I expected mm-hmm. him to jab, do defense, and I didn't expect Pacquiao to be the same guy he was five years ago. And that's exactly what happened. He looked like an old man. But you know what's funny is at the end of the fight, did you see when Pacquiao interviewed? Did you happen to catch that by Yes, I did. He goes, they're like, uh, I came Jim Gray or someone over. What do you think? What do you think about the fight, Manny? What do you think? You, you did wrong. Wait, do wrong. Do wrong. I win the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> did you just say I win the fight. Yeah. Oh, holy ma- this guy needs his medicine shot. Get him a shot. <laughs> my fav- what's that all about? My favorite was not only did he say that, but he say. Uh, he not stand still. He moved. I could not punch him. Yeah, that's really that. I'm like, yeah, what Manny. the fuck did you think he was going to do, Manny? Yeah. You thought he was just going to stand there and let you punch him? Th- that's kind of what he did. I mean, strategy, they didn't watch Manny. one piece of video on the guy. They right? like, introduced <laughs> him to what he does. Like, you want to cooperate. You want to cooperate. And I'm supposed to stand still like the bag. They told me. That's what they do in the Philippines. Where's my shot? Where's my shot? Why you not stand still? I watch Rocky. They just punch each other. <laughs> that's what he said. He said. That's what he said. He said he wanted a slugfest. He, he said he wanted <laughs> he thought that this is what I think Pacquiao thought, and you know what? You say his name properly. I'm. I can't. You're the that. only I person I know that can <laughs> actually pronounce his name. How'd you do that? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. I'm fluent That's, in Filipino. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Why sucky? <laughs> my people. Why sucky? But this is Pacquiao. Yeah, he's pronounced Pacquiao. Pacquiao. The the Pac Man. They um. Well, you know the the wild thing about the the whole. Uh, fight was it, it was one of those things like you knew that his his punches no longer do damage at all like they don't mm-hmm. and my one of my favorite parts was when Floyd Mayweather and him like he's he's trying to hit Floyd and he thinks he's doing damage and Floyd looks at him and says nope <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. the greatest thing that's ever. scared the hell like, out of a fighter he and yeah, said nope when, when and then he just someone, got angrier and <laughs> someone with all you have and yeah. that guy laughs and smiles, goes like that, shakes that, like no, I, I uh, right there. That's so frustrating. I frustrating. I I'd say time out, and I'd get my clothes and leave. Yes. <laughs> you imagine that for a hundred bucks if that's what happened in round three. What if I? What if it was me and I left? And I said, well, why did you leave? And I say because I hit him with everything I had, and he laughed. At and my he face. laughed. I hit there him. There was only bad laugh. things happening. I hit. At- I hit him, and he laughed. 
or I'd leave and go. Hey, I won the fight, right? <laughs> but you left. I thought I won the fight. <laughs> he really said that. I thought there was three rounds. <laughs> he would just walk out in the like, third round. I won. <laughs> I won the fight. Well, that, you know that. Give me my belt. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he's so punch drunk and delusional. He still thinks he won. Maybe Pacquiao is walking around yeah, Philippines, going, you know, celebration parade tomorrow. <laughs> Another party next time. <laughs> I think just today they uh, found out that he had some kind of shoulder injury, so the boxing commission's looking into, like, somehow reprimanding him for not reporting the injury he, to the boxing commission. Yeah, he, I didn't know it was a rule. He, well, here's what he wanted. <clears throat> he had the injury they're saying now, allegedly. I think they're saying that the feed people like me spoon feed me so I buy the rematch which is going to definitely happen probably mm-hmm. in September right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back uh, so they're saying now that he hurt his shoulder in March Bob Aram said he may he was going to cancel and he said now nah, I kept going with it and they're claiming that Saturday night before the fight they said he wants a shot of lanocaine or lanocaine whatever some kind of anti-inflammatory like that so it's not really a heavy drug but it was an anti-inflammatory and they said no for the shoulder. He thought he can get away without doing it, but I guess he aggravated mm-hmm. it this week. The boxing commission says, "Look, we're okay with that. You just the rule is the rule. The matter, the, the matter one is you, well, a week before, a week before, or whatever. You have to give this notice that you have this injury and you're going to take this shot, a non-narcotic, anti-inflammatory, whatever. You just can't. And I can understand it. Who, how they know what they're doing? It's like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Atlantic game, but maybe something else. Who knows what they're doing? Yeah. And that was a big issue why they didn't fight five years ago. It was a drug issue. Yeah, different enhancing drugs or whatever they allegedly. Because Floyd kept taking. saying, "Take a take a test." You wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, for five years it was the battle of like I guess he wouldn't take like a urine test, but they wanted him to take a blood test, and he wouldn't do it. He said it would sap his strength and. Yes. They well, it so would literally detect up. drugs. Yeah, it would literally, if it detected the drugs, it would set the strength. It, it would mess up my game. It would not be on drugs. It make me weak. Yes. Now I'm on hallucinogens. I won. That I take. little mushrooms. Organic. It's like, like it's not like anybody in his camp's going to tell him any different. They all really? work for him. Like, oh, yeah, you won, champ. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thank you. You, you. <laughs> really hard. You're a champion. Yeah, you kicked his ass. Well, guess what? His accountant and he won because they got about 150. He, uh, Floyd yeah. got 180 million. Pacquiao had to get at least 100 million. 150. Yeah. It was, it was mm. a crazy amount of money. Everybody had that. Everybody I knew had that fight. That's when you know when it crosses the border. Everyone you you talk to saw the fight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You think because it's like I was saying about the other the MMA UFC that it's kind of dying, but it's not. No. I, people love Never. hype. Is what it is. I mean, there's so much hype to that, and everyone gets excited about it. Boxing. There hasn't been, been like a yeah you know, a really big fight like this in a long time. Have you ever? I mean, I, I like MMA. I like watching. It. I think it's interesting. I, I like. I'd like to see a live one. I haven't seen a, a, a professional live fight MMA. But but I in the debate when you hear the debate about boxing and MMA, which is more entertaining, which is better, which get, which is getting bigger. The bottom line, there. I have never seen an MMA fight generate that kind of. Interest, publicity, and money. No, Mayweather, and, had, and there hasn't been anything close mm, to that. No, no uh-uh. May, Mayweather's so one of the biggest boxers. Boxing is forever going to be one of those things, just like baseball. It it'll never really get old. It's it's just a traditional thing. It's got great history, and, and it, it ha- fun it ha- history. Anyway, like you said, I mean, I watched the other day. I posted it because everyone's like, "This is boxing." I'm like, "Boxing will never be like this again." But it it was mm-hmm. Tommy Hearns versus mm-hmm. Marvin Hagler, and as soon as the bell rung, they were. 
oh, having a slugfest. And I think that's what Pacquiao so, thought that yeah. was going to happen with Mayweather, knowing damn well if you watch film on Mayweather, he don't he don't box like that. I saw I saw it at the arena, man, and that's before the old pay per view stuff. You had to go to the arena. Okay? <laughs> you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, I probably wasn't even born. No, you probably weren't. Oh, the pay per view where you go to the arena and they just show it on a big screen. Man, do I feel old now? All right, listen here, youngster. <laughs> we had, it's in black and white. We didn't have on your man. <laughs> I had to get in my horse and I had to fight my Indians. Horse. And the Indian tried to kill me, and I would, <laughs> and I'd fetch myself my gun. No, but so anyway, we had to go to the Civic Civic Arena would have the closed circuit that we watch now, and, and you mm-hmm. paid fifty bucks. It was expensive then yeah. to see the yeah. the fight. It was kind of cool because you know the screen was huge, and you had a fifteen thousand people in the arena, so you had the vibe and the energy of being at a fight almost, even though it was mm-hmm. on the screen. But I remember that one was unreal. It was worth the fifty five bucks. And we stood for three me and my buddies, we stood for all three rounds. It was it was the best fight. I think it's the best fight I've ever seen. That fight in the Thrill of Manila are the two favorite fights I've ever that seen was in my brutal. life. Brutal and that's back when they used to go fifteen rounds. That yeah. was the most Thrill in Manila fight. was scary. That's why that was a scary fight. Yes, that's why when they say Pacquiao and Mayweather, and you're hearing greatest fight of the ever in history, it's like no way, no. not even close. Well, him and Ali had it out, and you know Tyson said Tyson got on Mayweather for saying that he was the greatest of all time because he was saying there's no way he's delusional. He said he's a scared little man because he, <laughs> you know, walks around with security. Like, Tyson was just going in on him, man. Wait, Tyson was saying Mayweather. Yeah, he's talking shit on he's Mayweather. Because yeah. Mayweather said he's wow. the greatest boxer mm-hmm. of all time. He said no one can tell him that uh, Sugar Ray Robinson <laughs> or Muhammad Ali is better than he's, him. He's the richest. And that's it. he's the richest. And I don't think he's the best ever, no. He's I, a great fighter. He has that intrigue because he's undefeated. He's undefeated. And, that, and people yeah. have been chasing that for 50-something years. I think Larry Holmes had it. And he got, knocked, he, he, he got knocked the hell out by Michael Spinks. Yeah. Mayweather. Mm-hmm. And then the it. second fight he and lost. And no one's really been close. There's been a lot of good boxers. Where they'll have that, you know, two losses, three losses. Yeah. But the zero next to his record is yes. what makes it intriguing. It too. does. He's never he's never been beaten. But the one thing he doesn't have, he doesn't have a Fraser. He is Ali. Nah, uh-huh. And he is only fight would be this fight and it's five years too late had he fought him in 09 yeah he could maybe if he demolishes back in 09 he's got a stake in the game he could say hey man i'm the greatest possibly or have some argument but he never fought that guy in his peak in his peak like fraser ali hearns Hagler, those mm-hmm. guys even uh sugar ray Le- leonard, uh, leonard and duran yeah those guys were Durant. that's 28 29 years old going at it with each other so that is peak performance putting it all on the line and that's his big criticism so i mean he has all the money well, the George, well george foreman actually said they're both that's the thing about sports though i mean like you think about like the steelers of the 70s would we look at them the same way if there wasn't a raiders and a cowboys like yeah. people talk about mm-hmm. like it was larry bird magic johnson and one of the critiques of magic of a michael jordan is right. he never had to go through a Lakers with Magic Johnson or a, or a Celtics with Larry Bird at their mm-hmm. peak. Right. So how good do we really know they are? So it really is. 
you have to have that great adversary to really prove how good you are because if it's just, hey, I'm great, I'm undefeated, right. I just win everything. But I don't have that one fighter. And, that's, you know, Tyson, as great as he was, and he was, he had a great era. Mm. He beat everybody. To his credit, he beat everybody that went up against him. He beat every number one guy that went up against him, and he, and he never ducked anybody. So he gets his due as one of the one of the greats. But the thing that keeps him from maybe being the greatest is that very thing, unfortunately. There is nobody at that era that was like his Fraser. The one guy that maybe it could have been was he he actually did kind of wait a little bit and ducked and he got Holyfield. demolished was Holyfield. Holyfield, Holyfield yeah. was the guy if he fought when they got together more in a prime, but he when was they were too going short, to. he knew they knew strategically mm-hmm. Holyfield could decision him. They didn't know he demolished him like that. Yeah. But I know they thought he would never be able to get inside of Holyfield. Holyfield. He's mm-hmm. big and strong. Yeah. And so in Lennox Lewis, they also kept away too when he was young. So that was his thing. That True. You got to have a Fraser. <laughs> and that's where you admire Ali. Ali, man, that guy fought. He never dodged. Number one, Fraser. And I'm telling you, smoking Joe. No one hit like him. It's unbelievable. And if there wasn't an Ali, Frazier might have been the best of all time. That's right. That's how good he was. He was really good. But here's yeah. the be- here's the other thing. Only a few short years later, George Foreman was uh, was crazy when Yo, he came he on the scene. He was. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> he was killing it was, people. You, it was looked like something out of a movie. This guy <laughs> was fast, big, strong. And he was like you said, he was Tysoning people. He was, he, he was Mike Tyson before Mike Tyson. Down. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to fight him. Nobody. Who steps he was in the ring? He like, was mean, too. He was surly. He even said. Yo, he punched Frazier in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that? No. You ever I see the footage? See. They were fighting, and then Frazier turned yeah, around, and he, yep, he punched him in the back of his head, and but he, he was, just passed <laughs> out. He, just, he never went past three or four rounds. And Ali stepped in the ring. That was the craziest fight. When Ali fought him in Zaire, when he said that fight, that was not supposed to be a win at all. That was like he was a heavy underdog in a way because mm. – you know, Foreman was – no one could go three, four rounds with the guy. Yeah. And, and Ollie was a little older. He was, he was up there. So that's where those guys miss. They need that. That's one of my favorite fights ever. That, that is was, a good that Rumble in the Jungle. That's a fun documentary. There's it, a lot of documentaries It's fun. And um, I, I remember my dad had got it on film, and I watched it. And the whole Ollie, boom, bye, and the whole yeah. everything. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought Ollie, too many. Ollie, uh, And they, they got them all excited. <laughs> and just seeing how strategically – Ali made uh, Foreman frustrated. Mm. It was just amazing. Like the movement, the rope dope, the everything about genius. the defense. Mm-hmm. And you know what? People say that Mayweather is the greatest defensive boxer of all time. And he is. you right? can't really argue that. And I try to compare but it's a like Ali's a great boxer overall cuz you mm-hmm. have to go with the overall like Ali also did have a punch he that would, knock you out. that mm-hmm. would knock you out. Yeah, Mayweather's absolutely. not really a knockout puncher. I think he has what 26 Knockouts he's a lot. Knockout. Yeah, he's a combination guy. Yeah. If he wears you down, he yep. knock guys out. He knows, how to, he knows, he knows yeah. how to get points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he's genius at that. He he mm-hmm. learned the Sugar mm-hmm. Ray Leonard route of mm-hmm. getting he points. He have a lot of wear and tear, too, which is good. Yep, not at all. But, I mean, yeah, good I guess. But good boxing is a... I mean, it's kind of like dying in a way, but it's a... Yeah, yeah. I, I miss... Always have especially with heavyweights. The last heavyweight that's actually worth watching is... Klitschko. Klitschko. The brothers. And now the and, younger uh, Vladimir's but, the, the man. But you know what, though? Boxing, we'll, we'll move this on the subject, too, of this. But, but boxing is, if it's if it's a welterweight, then there's no heavyweight. There's a heavyweight, then it shifts to welterweight. But it always has one guy who emerges. Before it was De La Hoya. Then it's Mayweather. Before that, we were in the Tyson-Lennox-Lewis there. It just seems to always be able to promote someone because it's yeah. just one of those 
one of those sports we love. We love yeah. the drama about mm-hmm. But the thing is, if the heavyweight division is – because that's the guy that – when you're the heavyweight leads, champion of the world, you're the, you're the baddest man on the planet. Right. I mean, and that with without the heavyweight champion of the world being somebody that every person knows – and I'm not talking sports fan. Yeah. I'm talking every person knows who the baddest man on the planet is. Mm-hmm. If the heavyweight division is not where it needs to be, then that's that's what kills boxing. They need one. They, they'll they'll they get one. Something. They're looking. Doesn't, I'm sure they're looking. But they're, you know, <laughs> Mayweather's the guy right Sounds now. better than flyweight champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah, flyweight. Something, gets, but you're flyweight. It's nothing to poor flyweight. No. Do you no. beat up kids? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you actually beat up flies? <laughs> Yeah, a couple really. of odd sightings of the fight. Uh, Pacquiao, off, for some reason, had Jimmy Kimmel. That was hilarious. Behind him in the line <laughs> in his entourage, and Floyd Mayweather had Justin Bieber with him. Yeah, I don't I've know what that Bieber was. Seen 24-7 hanging out with him. I don't get that either. I don't get it's that because him and 50 Cent ain't they broke up. anymore. 50 Cent uh, broke yeah, up with the uh, Harry yeah. Potter thing. Yeah, because <laughs> well, he, he told him, he said, um, when everyone's doing the ice bucket yeah. challenge, he said, Floyd, I challenge you to the read a book challenge. Yes. <laughs> he said, I'll he pay. Said, I'll yeah, give it right. Wait, he said Harry Potter. Yeah, and he'd pay him 50000 if he could read, uh, uh, what was it, a sentence <laughs> like, in Harry yeah, Potter? Then he said, I'll even let you read Dr. Seuss and so, hat or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Mayweather uh, sent a message back, and it was a picture, and he said, I know how to read this money, and it was like a check for like $80 million. Yes. Something crazy. Yeah, but 50 Cent got that vitamin water money, so yeah, he's, he not, he's not He's not either. broke either. Uh, right. But Mayweather right. got that crate. Like, he could be a billionaire yeah. if he wasn't stupid. I guess if you're, you know, champion, man, you guess you got to have some crazy entourage, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess so. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would just – I would just I, I would select all Victoria's Secret models with man. Just come cool. to the ring like that. <laughs> that would be a cool Victoria's Secret I bet I'd be a talked about boxer, right? It would be. Yeah. Guys would be like, hey. Uh, miss, would you Jim, actually want to leave the dressing Jim room? Killer Crane. <laughs> this would be my killer boxing Kren. name, by the way. Killer Crane. It would distract the opponent, too. <laughs> Thank you. You could have them all around the Jimmy ring. Jimmy Killer Crane. It'd be a lot better than Bieber, right? Yeah. Way better than Bieber. <laughs> no, fo- we had some football with the draft. Uh, Mikey, we had a lot of football talking. The draft week, right? uh, just happened. This week, uh, first of all, I want to call for the end of mock drafts. It is a colossal <laughs> waste of time. Here, I got some statistics on this. Okay. Draft experts Peter King and Mel Kiefer Jr. Perhaps Mel's the number one guy, the best known. Right. Both got six out of thirty-two first-round picks correct, including Winston number one and Marietta number two, <laughs> who my eleven-year-old nephew also correctly predicted. Take those out, and the experts are four out of 30. So I'm going to one-up them next year, and I'm going to predict all seven rounds of the NFL draft, all 230 picks to see how many I got right. It's just like reading someone picking lottery numbers from another state. I think the big four in North Dakota is going to be 9714 tonight. It's completely irrelevant. People get excited for the draft, but mock draft, don't even read them. It's a complete waste of time. The Steelers got a couple of cool names in there. They got a guy named Bud Dupree and a guy named Jesse James. And uh, both those jerseys have already outsold Willie Gay's jersey. Poor <laughs> really? Willie Gay, yeah, poor Willie Gay. Wow. No one buys the Gay uh, Steelers jersey. The Willie Gay jersey. <laughs> He's the only guy I ever when I covered my first Super Bowl. He's the only guy ever talked to me. So forever. But it's still Big pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the jersey. You're yes. the one. But. I'm guessing. I know, Jimmy. This is this is right in your alley. I'm guessing you may have watched all seven rounds. I did, <laughs> <laughs> and that's psychotic. I watched them. I broke them down. 
I have my own mock draft. <laughs> I called Kevin Colbert eight times and would just kind of casually like circle this conversation. Jesse Let's, James, pick Jesse James. Well, no, I, I would just get more like try to be subtle, a little like I'd be, hey, uh, hope all is good, Kev. Uh, hope I hope you guys can come out to to the show. I'm at Jurgles May 28th, and cornerback would be nice. That's all. <laughs> That's it. This is another one of these one two. Which two out of uh, Winston and Mariotti do you think we'll still be talking about? Five years from now, I think, or both, or neither. Laugh. I was gonna say, I think both. I think really? both guys, from what I can it seen, and you know me, Mister Football. No, but I, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think both guys will be good, good football players. Great, I don't know. I mean, it's it's such a weird. It's tough. You start position. one starting in Tampa, one starting in Tennessee. It's a t- they're they're yeah, they're starting in tough Tennessee. places. Here's the thing, though. You have Tennessee. You have Wizen, Ken Wizenhunt, who actually groomed Big Ben. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Ken. He's an offensive genius, and he is great with young quarterbacks. So that is a great place, you know, for Marriott. Lovey Smith. Hey, he's a patient. He's a Lovey Smith's a great coach. He brought mm-hmm. the Bears to the Super Bowl. They had winning yeah. years with with the Bears. He never asked the quarterback to do too much. So his uh, his offensive quarterback, sure they're going to you know take it easy on on Jameson. But but the key. Is going to be not getting in trouble off the field, and that's for both. James, you give a young kid a hundred million or fifty million or whatever. Winston's it's be. already signed his contract. Yeah, I think it's like well, it's not a hundred million. It's twenty six million. It's twenty six. I think, well, I think he got like first pick sixteen million guaranteed. Well, well, yeah, he got like sixteen up front. I think it's oh, just like it, a ton it, of he's crab gonna be legs. a goddamn fool. Twenty <laughs> one. He's still gonna steal them shit. Yeah, that, that fool gonna be. Uh, he gonna steal imitation crab meat. That's how the Instagram photo when he actually had the crabs in front of him. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. Like, how dumb uh, are you? you yeah. Everyone's you're, you're going on TV sitting there saying, oh, I'm changed. I understand my ways. And the first picture you poked is, hey, look at these crab legs. Tell <laughs> probably didn't pay for me either. <laughs> Mariano's probably the same contract, right? basically, right? It's yeah. It's going to be close to the guarantee, like 15 million guarantee. Oh, it's funny. Good de- or, God, I'm messing up his name. I'm criticizing, but Goodell mispronounced Mariota's name when he went up. He's like, they pick Mariota. I know. I, you know what he's saying? <laughs> so you haven't like, heard of this guy? You're well, the, I'm the head of the NFL. There's a two names being talked well, hate, about for months. Me. My first thought was I was mispronouncing it. I thought, <laughs> oh, no, I've been saying <laughs> it wrong all this time. All this time. Did you guys hear how much Goodell makes a year? Yeah. It's crazy. It's something a, like thirty-five made, something million dollars a year. He made a hundred and it was like a hundred and fifty million in eight years. Oh god, something oh like that. God. He makes more than most of the franchises pull in. That's, that's, that's like eight hundred thousand a month. I what need the hell? Kid. It's like you get eight hundred thousand, yeah, and then thirty days later, here's another eight hundred thousand dollars. Eight hundred grand a month. And he didn't even have month. time to look at the Ray Rice video. <laughs> <laughs> He made the decision. <laughs> or how to pronounce someone's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. My, doesn't pronounce the name. My God. Because oh, he's a Jimmy Buffett existence. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's so rich, people are like, well, maybe that is the way you pronounce it from now on. <laughs> and we, we follow any the, the shit he's giving. Because the, the NFL can market itself. Like, now I'm yeah. sounding old, but I remember the draft was just something you read about in the paper the next day. Well, let's see who the Steelers Yeah, You, you might have heard, like, the first pick would be on yeah. the news at 11, but that was it. Didn't turn into an event like but that. But now it's a televised, and people will watch, sit and watch no. all seven rounds But sure, like, it. with good like you said, with, you know, making that kind of money, and it makes you laugh because he says, well, I don't want to mess it up like I screwed up the, the rice thing. It's like, what were you doing? Why couldn't you look into that rice thing? It's like, yeah, you just go, you're just like, I'll wing it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, speaking of Goodell, and, and I'm, this is my personal stand. Okay, 
I'm sick and tired of people hugging the commissioner. I'm yeah, sick. Yeah, you got to do it. T- I'm, got to do it. My boy from UConn didn't. He didn't do it. Byron Jones from UConn, yeah. proud Husky, did not. He shook his hand. He did not he hug might, he, might not, he might not be in football long then. He's, you always got to hug him. <laughs> you can't <laughs> hug your boss. That Who hugs help. their boss I don't when they hug. get hugged? Hey, man, I hug Jimmy all the time. Thanks. So. Thanks, I'm going to be here a long <laughs> time. So when you guys are no longer mm-hmm. here, okay? Yes. <laughs> I'm not hug, do not hug the that's, I, just, <laughs> that's right. I'll be sitting there going. Terry hugs me. <laughs> I be I be giving wow. Jimmy no Mayweather hugs like he's yeah. Pacquiao. Yeah. Like, Come here, Jimmy. Up yep. against the ropes. <laughs> Goodell. Yeah. Good What's the kid from Connecticut? What's his name? Byron Jones. Dallas Byron Jones. Him? Byron Jones. Good L. Crazy yeah. athletic, good. Yeah, Who will be like? Let's suspend him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He didn't hug me. <laughs> Stuck up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the best is, but what happens in like two years when one of these guys does mess up and they go up to him and like try to hug? No, 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 no. You yeah. sit down. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were broke. No, you sit yeah. down. <laughs> well, the one guy lifted him up, lifted up Goodell up, and the, yeah, the, the guy from the Browns. Yeah. yeah, the guy at the Browns rather. Like, like threw his back out. Isn't that like butt? You know, the balls, right? You know, it's like you take the commissioner, he drops like a rag doll. Yeah. What happened? Nah, he ripped his disc. How could you be that overwhelmed with joy being drafted by the Browns? Yeah, really? <laughs> yes. I am never going to win a Super Bowl. He was trying. He said he probably wanted to throw him against the wall. I know. That was, that was what he was doing. He stopped. They were like, no, no, no. Don't, don't do throw it. him against the wall. <laughs> That's the thing about the draft. Like, on one hand, you, you're looking, you're sitting there, you're like, okay, I could either live in Miami for the next three years or Buffalo. So, like, when they talk about why those kids, like, oh, this guy got caught with weed, that's why they're doing it. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure oh, so around that week. The yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, my God. All right. Ooh, okay, Miami's picking. Okay, oh, no. Oh, I could live in Houston. Oh, crap, here comes Buffalo. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's point. You know, the coolest, the coolest story was that kid uh, from Texas, man. Uh, he was a long snapper. If anyone listening doesn't know the story. Green Beret, yeah. This guy was a Green Beret. He's 28 years old. He goes to the University of Texas after he gets out of the Army. Just like three mm-hmm. tours, Iraq and Afghanistan, both. American hero. Real, wow. The guy's bronze star. I mean, he's a real deal. In that, you know, Jeez. He's the man. Goes into to I think Mac Brown or I think yeah, was the coach Mac Brown, and he said, uh, "Can I try out?" And, and he goes, oh, "Whatever you want." He's Green Beret. He goes, "Yeah." And he thought he was just gonna hang out, but no, he ends up making a making a team, and he really didn't get any time. He said he got to run you know through the tunnel with the you know, old American flag and all that, and they loved him as a person. But then the long snapper graduated, and he goes, "I want to be long snapper." And he says, "Well, you ever did it?" And he goes, "No." I'll practice every day. He practiced every day for like 10 hours a day or something. Comes, shows up at their spring ball. He ends up being the long snapper for three years. Wow. Never missed one snap. Not one. So Dedication of the military. Gets through, yeah. yeah. yeah the get, repetition, the drills yes. over and over. Got it down to where. A winner. It gets through the draft. Doesn't get drafted. A little small for, for to do that. But Seattle Seahawks signed him. He's a shot. Nice. Well, good to watch man. it. That's cool. a pretty cool story. Though. That is a good story. I, I watched the same pack. The, the best part about that package is Mac Brown used him in, like, motivation. Like, it was during two-a-days in Texas, yep. so it was really super hot. And so everyone was kind of bitching and moaning. He goes, oh, it's tough. Hey, um, come up here. Tell him about Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell him getting shot at. Yeah, tell, know, tell him about, you know. 10 degrees, 120 degrees. But uh, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of that, a uh, very proud um, guy I coached at Fox Chapel actually signed a free agent deal with the Steelers, Miles Diefenbach. Oh, so, wow. nice. Mike, nice. Mike Sasson's our football guy. That's right, Mike. You coach and 
played ball D1 Connecticut. So and now who, he's influencing the NFL. Well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> don't hug the commissioner. Actually, I you know the the kid from Texas influenced me, and I thought you know what, I think I can learn long stepping. Mike, I was going to have you start training me. So, <laughs> you know. Let's do it. <laughs> Long snap practice oh today my God. after the show. That would be the nightmare call for me to Kevin Colbert. Kevin be like, what? You want to try out? Well, like, you sit there, hey, no. it's, a punt. it's a punt late in that Carolina Panthers last preseason game when no one's trying to get hurt. Let P- me out. Yeah, come on. Let, Let me, me do it. People would watch. I'd be, exactly. <laughs> be the Rudy of long snappers. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. Just let him snap. Let Rudy him snap. Long Dude, Rudy. <laughs> Yo, son, Charles Dutton hiked him the hell up, man. Charles Dutton had Rudy all kind of. I'll you be Charles rock. Dutton. I'll, I'll be his rock. Yes. <laughs> Yo, Rock was in Baltimore, son. Yeah. The, the best, the best is at the end of the game. Like we got to get Jimmy in. We got to go three and out. So you see, you see them like, like sitting, so like not, yeah, trying to like. You're handing out hundred dollar bills. Like you don't want to get a first down here. It yeah. was the greatest snap in preseason history. Yo, my my team, my team had. Back. Yo, we had a Rudy. Yo, his name was uh, his name was Tracy, right? Yeah. And I remember Tracy got smacked during practice and got a concussion. And he kept saying, "Put me in, coach. I can do it." <laughs> practice, yeah. So it came there. senior See, night. Trace, During senior See, night, they'll yeah. even if like the seniors don't play, they'll put seniors into play. You yeah, know, because yeah, it's yeah. their night, right? And it was senior night, and they got all the way down to the goal line, <laughs> and they said, "Tracy, we're going to hand you the ball off and let you get a touchdown." You're kidding me. For senior night, and uh-huh. he, this is Penn Hills. Cool. This is Penn Hills. Is Tracy and Gordon's like you know Gordon is yeah. he's like I'm get him in there. What right? happened? So, he gets the first ball. He gets stuffed at the line, right? Oh, oh, so it's like, come on, Tracy, we got this. Come yes. on. And then he gets the second handoff, gets stuffed at the line, right? <laughs> Damn it. He gets the third one, yeah. gets stuffed at the line. They go, all right, this is it. Wow. We're actually going to let you get this touchdown. It's Rudy. Because we, we were already beating this team like 60-something yeah. to like – Five. What's wrong Tracy's with this? in the first team O line? That's my problem. Well, that's what they did. <laughs> it was all first team. It was Tracy. Uh, everything. Tracy everything runs a six first. four forty. <laughs> no, right? Try a ten second forty. Okay, so what happened? <laughs> they hand him the ball off. Is in slow motion, and it was like. Get stuffed at the fucking line. Damn. Oh, <laughs> man. No Rudy for him. He has no. And I tried to be Charles Dutton, and that shit Damn didn't work. It. Poor Tracy. He has Four a- carries, no yards. No motivational speech <laughs> to I, tell anybody I later. I felt in bad life. for Tracy because Tracy's mom was like attractive, and she would dress attractively on purpose and make all the young dudes go, hey, look at Tracy's mom. A MILF. Yeah. Oh, she'd be on the MILF. And she'd be like, look at Tracy's mom. Look, she know what she doing over there. Like oh, the, I like to <laughs> stuff her like Tracy got yeah. stuffed. <laughs> Yeah. And her the ball. <laughs> poor, poor Tracy would look. He looked up at his mom like, "I got this. I can move." I, I can mean, even the coach. The coach was probably like he wanted that for for his motivational story. Hell yeah! yeah. It, forever he would be telling kids, "Going." Mm-hmm. And there was a kid, Tracy, who never played. <laughs> and on the fourth down, Tracy scored. And now he's gonna have his like. There was a kid, Tracy, who <laughs> never played. It's a bad was, ending to the movie. Yes, he got stuffed again. There was a reason he never played. He sucked. If they, yeah. <laughs> if they handed the ball to Packy, I'd be like, I scored. I scored. <laughs> yeah. I scored a as far as I'm concerned, that was a touchdown. Yeah. He's I, the guy. He's on the losing team. Why they won. tackle me? They not. How, they not you, stand still. How'd you do that? You're 16 and old. <laughs> what? 
be the best. Hiring Pacquiao as your head coach, be like, you lost 45. I did not lose. I won. I won. <laughs> I won. I want to be in a room, in a bar, okay, with Brian Williams and Pacquiao. <laughs> huh? Oh, I was man. in a Chinook helicopter and... In Afghanistan, <laughs> taking fire. I know I was there. <laughs> I won the I won the Iraq War. I was, the was sitting right behind you, Kaho. I I threw a jab at Saddam Hussein. Right? I remember <laughs> you now, Manny. And just to hear those two going at it would be awesome, right? Yeah. You know, I remember on the last space shuttle flight, Manny and I looked at each other, said Tang again. I, I mean, this guy would be. The guy. Did you see that they actually an- they analyzed now all of his stories that he ever did, like NBC News <laughs> did, and they found another six or seven bullshit stories oh, that yeah. they came out yeah, with? You're yeah. kidting. Yeah. Yeah. He's not getting more... his gig back, right? But the problem is, is no. NBC Nightly News' ratings are, are in down? the toilet. Yeah. And the he ABC... had them up. Yeah. So it's but almost... no one's going to believe him ever again. Those stories yeah. are so... Yeah. They're he, really he, funny. He was the man. He, yeah, the... he was oh, really good. He would look at you and just... Outrageous lies, man. Yeah. Outrageous lies. That's just what happens. You know, he wanted attention. Every, these news guys, man, they all deep down, they want to be comedians. That's why he would do Fallon and yeah. Letterman and all those mm-hmm. shows. You know? mm-hmm. They want to embellish stories. And tell, he forgot, you're not a comedian. You can't embellish. We yeah. we can make shit up. It don't matter. So we're yeah. just trying to make you laugh. I was at the yeah. supermarket with Richard Pryor the other day. Can't. <laughs> you know, you don't, y'all ever have a hamburger, right? <laughs> Who want that hamburger? Y'all ain't <laughs> Just do the shit, news. No serious. one wants to see Dan Rather at the Chuckle Hut. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and bro call, bro call, handle a heckler. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I knocked a mop out of your hand. <laughs> the Chuckle Hut. And go where you work. Williams was I'm actually Williams was actually up for um, uh, Letterman's replacement, uh, not uh, Conan's replacement. So he says. Uh, well, no. <laughs> yeah, we also said he was up for you know presidential nomination. Yeah. Was, Manny was, Pacquiao. Is gonna... I always still replace Conan. He's telling people right now. <laughs> he's in the Congress meeting. That's why I named him a congressman. No, he's in the congressman. He's probably making that shit up to us. Yeah. We don't know. We're not in the Philippines. Right. Like, what are you doing, Philippines, Manny? I'm a congressman. Really? That's right. Prove me wrong. I do know he has. A movie. He has a movie where he's a superpowered plumber. Really? He's a singer. So, too. so he's a Mario. Plumber? Yeah, he's Mario. That's a hell of a that shit is. Wow, a Luigi, a superpowered plumber, and is in the movie's called Paki Maka. No, it isn't. Is that real? <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious. <laughs> That's I wish real. I, I wish I could make this shit up. Yeah. What, what, he, what was he thinking when he pitched him that? Yeah, he does. He is a singer. He was singing that song. He, I, I, my people, I fight for you. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Wait, was he singing that song? That song was his. He sang his own entrance song. Yeah. I was wondering where that shitty song came from. <laughs> they was like he, he worked with the songwriter and they tried to hype it all. Oh my god! And that guy sing for you. It'd be funny to hear Mike Tyson sing his own entrance song. Feelings, more than feelings. Trying to forget. It's the way that is Compton. I won. I won three Grammy. It'd be something. You think it'd be something really out there like muskrat, muskrat. <laughs> Yo, did you know Mike Tyson has Captain a cartoon? Neil? Yes, it's I on heard Adult he Swim. Norman's pretty good. He was actually singing. He was like, um, he was like, no, I did 
Pepto got the there's gonna be a body body go out and all that. I'm gonna see that. Norm Macdonald's one of the voices. Yeah, supposedly really good. Yo, it's badass. It's like what's it called? It's called what is it like Mike Tyson Private Investigator or something? I watched it. It's weird as hell. Something out there. He he has a pigeon. He has a pet pigeon. It's like one of his people. Yeah, yeah, like Scooby Doo. It's kind of sidekicks of Scooby Doo. And he like you know what? I want this. I love pies. <laughs> I have to admit, I, have to admit I, he really rose from the ashes as far as reinventing himself. Yeah. I admire that. Because mm-hmm. he, you know, he, had, he was down, man. He lost a lot of money. You go yeah. through $400 million, that's a tough thing to battle, even the humiliation. You know it's bad of that, when 50 right? Cent buys your house off you. Yeah, exactly. You had a tiger in. He came back. I gotta, if you <laughs> yeah. ever get a chance to see his one man play, he, Spike Lee uh, directed it. Oh, it's amazing. It is amazing. He's really great. He's really entertaining. And he. He, uh, I met him a couple times. You guys know I told the story, but real nice guy. I mean, he really mm-hmm. is. I mean, um, imagine you, you know people change. I don't know. Did, did you see him medication? On Maybe I don't know. Whatever it is, did, that he seems, did you, yeah, still well mellowed right? out. Yeah, yeah. Did you see him What's on lip sync? I did not see. He battled Terry Crews on the lip sync, <laughs> and he doing? had the greatest. Mick Jagger of all time. Wait, Tyson? Like, Tyson to John, Jagger? John Witherspoon has a dope Mick Jagger, but like yeah. Tyson's Mick Jagger. Were, he was like, doing Jagger? He was singing Rolling Stones and the dances, and he was dancing like oh, Mick Jagger. I'm looking you this have up. To, and he's like, my pants is tight, but not as tight as Terry Crews's. And then LL's like, yeah, 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 you know we got to make this happen. That's like, so yeah. funny, man. I, no. I got to watch that. I said that Lip Sync Show was on Fallon. Was it it's on the show? Lip Sync Show. I heard that show was Hosted great. by LL Cool J. That's awesome. I, I I had the idea right, four years ago to do a charity event, uh, a lip sync thing. I'm, I, now it's the hottest thing in the world. It's like someone stole your idea. Once again, my Shark Tank idea, gone. They went out your brain. <laughs> Jimmy said it out loud and they tapped his apple. You know uh-huh. you know, all his stuff is tapped anyway. Well, my big idea, and I'm Mikey, we got to go back to your sports arrow, but I talked about it on KDKA um, on Friday, which I'm on every Friday, everyone. Stop. You're on your way to work, Larry and John. But uh, they have a thing where you can nap in New York, a nap room. And I thought, you know what? I had that idea years ago. Napping at. Napping at. <laughs> I had napping at downtown during your lunch. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you take a nap if I had napping at? Yeah, nice place, I would. Big old uh-huh. chair, right? Napping at is. Yeah. You're working. Place, napping you, at. You nap for an hour. I give you a little sandwich at the end and a towelette. You're out the door. Boom. And then, and then, <laughs> then Jimmy would have to deal with like, like then Jimmy would have to deal with like somebody like super Afrocentric coming out of nowhere. Like, what you mean by nap? <laughs> <laughs> napping that. What they trying to say is the brother is trying to keep the black man down. No, it's just and I'd say you got to move along, buddy. This right? Is <laughs> this here's, is napping at. This here's, is napping at you one hour. Here's your sandwich. Here's I like that. It's, just, it's just a storefront with a bunch of beds and some sandwiches. Well, yeah, how we would, would you have, do it? We would have big easy chairs. I, I went to one. This is not an original idea, by the way. I went to one. <laughs> in, uh, it was an airport. I was, I was went to uh, was went to Italy. Uh, heading out with Italy, a long layover, six hours yeah. somewhere. It was in I can't remember where it was either Philly or Laguardia. But anyway, they had a little thing where. You paid a dollar a minute, and you could nap in a big easy chair. They had a TV, your own room, the whole deal, and they did give you the towel. The whole thing where they they get you when your plane's ready or whatever. And I thought this is the greatest thing in the world. Why don't they have that in towns and cities, like for people at work? Wouldn't it be great? I'm, I know people would go to that. 
It's probably the dumbest idea, right? Nah. I probably be out of business in six months, sitting there going, "What is it? I don't know. People don't want, people want a nap. <laughs> Napping that does they sound don't like, like my cool, sandwiches. It sounds like a cool ass like uh, thing. I would do it. Napping well, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of like them uh, Japanese beds. You you ever see those where yeah. people well, that's like sex it's place, like a coffin? Right? <laughs> no, not the sex. Stop not having sex. Ones. You're supposed to be taking a nap. <laughs> not, not the ones where you go into like the room where you could choose like get, Mars. <laughs> see, I gotta tell you, this is a true story. <laughs> This is already funny. When I was, uh, I'm like 21, man, at the time. And I was naive. I still am and things. And um, I have to admit, this is me too, not just, but Kenny Oldensky. There was a, on McKnight Road, they had a Tokyo health spa. Okay? Now, this is an era where they had the European health spa, which was a legitimate gym with exercise. Well, Tokyo health spa was a tug and rub. Kenny Oldensky and I tried to fucking join it like it was a gym. We show up, and they're looking through the peephole. Me and Kenny both had little gym bags. Gym bags. And we're going to join a membership. And this this lady, you know, Japanese lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, hello. And Kenny goes, eh, we would like to look at your facility. <laughs> will you talk? Will you talk? And he goes, he goes, you, you have Nautilus. <laughs> what did he say? You have Nautilus. <laughs> she said, oh, like she these are says, tall like on. cops. Some other lady, yeah. some older lady comes over. And she goes, no Nautilus, no Nautilus. Like, oh. You go. <laughs> And I go, do you have steam bath, hot tub? They went, hot tub, hot tub. Yeah, I'm like, wow, man, maybe this is pretty nice. Then it dawned on me. You know, I'm like, wait a second. This is Kenny. This is not what you think it is. He goes, Jimmy, be quiet. I'll take care of this membership. I'm like, no, I don't understand, Kenny. This is not that. It's a jack shack. Yeah. We end up yeah, leaving. Kenny was all pissed. Oh, yeah, she's smoking advertising. I tell you right now. <laughs> should advertise it. <laughs> Put it in. Yeah. Put it in the penny saver. Come get your meat beat. <laughs> you were very deceptive. Anyway. Only so, at Little Tokyo can you get your meat beat in a hot tub. <laughs> Come on down. We give you a towel and a sandwich. <laughs> and then there you go. Right when you're Write done, down, Mike, we're going to use that idea. That, that's a good idea. And, and then you sandwich. can go right through the tunnel to our neighbors at Napping That. No, no. Rub. Tug napping at her. Oh, it too. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Yards, rub right? tug napping at Rub, rub uh-huh. tug napping at There you go. That's everything you need. <laughs> yeah, that is. Well, well you really want to be charged up for work then. Yep. Later, you, you eat a sandwich and you take a nap. You wouldn't even go to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going home. See you later. I'm getting tug like, napping and eating. I just want everything <laughs> to here. end with a sandwich and a, a nice towel. Nothing like a nice towelette. Yeah. Just, you know, warm towelette, a sandwich. Boom. There. Ready to go. That's how we should end this that way. Every time. Every show. Oh, I thought you were going to say a tug. Jesus, that would no, be No, <laughs> Well, scary. Jimmy. It'd be scary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hug him. <laughs> Hugs right, and tugs. We, we got one more, ta- one more time for one more story, Mikey. Okay, one, one more. more well, um, baseball is underway, and our Pirates are looking to go to the postseason for the third straight year. And I can't believe I just said that sentence. I know. It's I know. The Bucks bolstered their bench this season, offseason, and added a few new relief pitchers. One named Bastardo, which is a great name. Bastard with an O on it. They brought back A.J. Burnett, and they signed South Korean star Jung Ho Gong, which is a gold mine of puns. Get ready for the gong show. Get it on, bang a gong. Going, going, gong. Chicks dig the gong ball. 
He was one of the best <laughs> hitters in South Korean baseball last season. Yeah. And just for comparison, the best player in North Korean history was Kim Il-sung, the dear leader. Yes. Uh, he once pitched both games of a doubleheader, both perfect games, 18 innings with 54 strikeouts, <laughs> and at the plate went 10 for 10 with 10 grand slams and 40 runs batted in, then promptly retired. But uh, Jung Ho Gong isn't that good, but he will be an asset. So it's... Uh, I looked it up in Pittsburgh. There are 1,183 Korean people in Pittsburgh, so that's one they're excited than, about that. That's they are excited about that. Yeah, yeah they, I know. They, I didn't even know there was that many. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all get to see him. That's pretty wild, man. Yeah, that's he got, does have a great name, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, I like the gong. And he's he starting to come around. Is he, gong or gong? It's gong. I think it, it is gong. It's spelled K A N G, but it's pronounced gong. Gong. We have to let's make a let's. Make a poll when the first headline comes out in the Post Gazette or Trib, the Gong Show. You know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. First time he's a big Yo. game, and there's going to be someone in the stands that brings a Gong and like hits it every time. But I don't know. Is it? Would that be acceptable? Because his name's pronounced Gong, but you it's might think it's spelled. racist because you're banging a Gong and ah, like every time he comes. We don't up. know. We're oblivious to this. No, no. Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, Pittsburgh. Black. Have, yeah, as a matter of fact, we love the Gong. We wouldn't. Pit, uh, Pittsburgh wouldn't even know he's with, even Korean. To him, it's like everybody's like, he's Chinese. <laughs> it is. It is like that. It's like uh, everyone in Asia is Chinese. Everything south of Texas is Mexican. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're either white, black, Chinese, Mexican, or terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> you're yes. one of those five. Yes. If a Yinzer did the census thing, that's how it would be. <laughs> you're white, Check black, Chinese, Chinese, or Mexican. With a bar in Lawrenceville. And ask about Gong, and go, oh, yeah, Chinese guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good. You know what's funny about that? I had worked with um, uh, Donnell Rollins from mm-hmm. Chappelle's show, and he had this funny bit where he talks about, like, he approaches the Chinese dude, and the dude's like, he's like, yo, you Chinese? He said, I'm not Chinese. He said, yeah, you is. He said, I'm Korean. Well, what kind of Chinese is you? Is you Chinese Korean? Chinese <laughs> Japanese? Are you Chinese Vietnamese? What are you? Cambodian Chinese? What are you? You, you something Chinese? <laughs> Filipino Chinese? Filipino. I still win. <laughs> I win. So fight, fight. I have an idea. When okay. when Gong comes, we have to make these T-shirts, and we'll make a million dollars. Um, okay, we're in. Gongnam style. Gangnam. Oh, 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 I'm in. Oh, nice. I'm style. all in on Gangnam. When he gets style. a hit, that music plays over and people start dancing. Yes. Yeah. All right, T. Write it I down. Like that. Gangnam style. No one's to yeah. take it. Right. I like that. Yeah, it's trademarks. It's, it's, it's timestamped right here. Gangnam style. I like best. Yeah, gong- you got to wear gangnams. You got to wear gangnams. Or what? Wear gangnams. Gangnam. He has his own line of gangnam. Gangnams. Well, that's reaching, isn't Open Gangnam style. You don't feel like pulling out. <laughs> <laughs> these condoms. These condoms by Gangnam are even bulletproof. Never break. Never. But he might be around, but they signed him, I think, for four years. Yeah. Uh, I think he's kind of the backup to either short or second. Like, if someone doesn't work out, if they can't re-sign Walker, I think he's up and... 
Just probably going to cost a little. He's in the major. I hope they that's enough, Walker. Right? I hope so too. They might move him to short to replace Mercer, who's serviceable but expendable. Neil is Neil is a but Walker solid. He is a solid player, yeah. Pittsburgh kid. Yeah. I root for Neil, man. He's and it's good, yeah. you know, even public relations to keep him on. He's oh, yeah, very yeah, popular. Yeah, exactly. He's from here. He's. I mean, he's not the best second baseman in the league, but he's, he's probably solid, in the though. top ten. I think he's solid. Top right? eight, maybe. He's, he's up there. Yeah. yeah. See, the, we'll, we only know. Yeah, yeah, we only know two parrots, and that's Walker and McCutcheon. McCutcheon. So if Walker yeah. leaves. Yeah. It's only McCutcheon. Yep. That's all we Absolutely. know. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It, it, but they're. I, I love this pirate team. I do. I, 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 I know it's exciting and, that they're relevant. Yeah, that they're good. Have. Even the games they've been losing, they lost the cup over the weekend, but they're. I mean, they're in there. It's not like they're getting blown out like it used to be, where you turn it off in the second inning. That's yeah. nine one. Exactly. <laughs> I and mean, we have a nice team. Hurdle's doing a great job. We. I, I, I'm going to go look for his gnome. Did you see this contest? They have a. They have a gnome contest. The pirates have, and they have little gnomes that look like Hurdle hidden all over the city. And you could look for the gnome. If you find the gnome, you get tickets to a park game. I thought that was kind of funny, what? man. All over the city? Uh, yeah, they're hit. They hit. If you find a gnome, if you're downtown <laughs> later, Tara, and you see a little gnome that looks like Clint Hurdle, oh, I'm call me because we're going to the game. Because yeah. then you get tickets if you find your gnome. I need to find this damn gnome. It's hidden in different, you know, air, they said this different you know, spots around Pittsburgh. That's all they said. That, uh, I wonder if it's in grass. How big spots. is the gnome? Not very. It didn't look very big. It didn't maybe look very look, big. Yeah. Right? Did you see it? Regular, I guess, gnomes. Uh, yeah, well, it's a gnome size. size. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the gnome. That was, that was good description. <laughs> good job. Yeah, yeah. It's a gnome size. Like, I didn't know if we were talking <laughs> like, like yeah. smurf yeah. gnome or if no. we were talking like David <laughs> the gnome gnome. Figurine collectible gnome. Okay, like not little David. Gnome. Okay. I looked da- David twice. was tall as hell. I look in. Uh, he rode a fox. I looked at uh, in blush uh, dance. Uh, <laughs> twice. Twice. For a couple hours. Yeah. We looked all through it. <laughs> Couldn't find it. And the next night I thought, you know what? Damn it. It might be there. And I went back. Yeah. <laughs> it might have missed it. Yeah. yeah it might have missed it. Could have been near the ATM yeah. machine and or something. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I know where that gnome is. Tonight yeah. I'm tackling cheerleaders. <laughs> and, and I'm going to see <laughs> where it is. If the gnome is anywhere, I'll find uh, so it. So I guess what we learned today is after the show, we're going to practice long snaps. <laughs> yes. Go look for the gnome. Look for gnomes. And then sandwich and towel. That's right. And you, 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 you can run, but you cannot hide gnome. <laughs> I, I, I love to find the gnome. I don't know where where would they hide the gnome. They said they said like landmarks. It's got to be one at the point somewhere. So there's yeah. probably one at the point. There's probably the point one at like it. a historical building. It's got to be one in a museum, right? A gnome in a dinosaur mouth or something, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. It's got to be. Unless some little kid was like, "I want it." The hurdle gnome. Yeah. The hurdle gnome. Yeah. Who knows? Now I want to. Now you got me wanting to really look for this. Now we got to look. I'm gonna be downtown all day looking. I'm gonna go to Bob Subs and look in there. Um, and it looks like <laughs> I'm gonna go to Chipotle and look in there. Well, it looks like a little, like the gnome looks like a little chubby, like hurdle. And so that's so funny. Something that happened. You know, Pittsburgh guys will see that going. What's that paperweight doing over there <laughs> on the ground? <laughs> what does that guy look like? <laughs> I don't know. Like months go by if they don't know about it. Going, mm-hmm. I don't know. I took the gnome and I have him my dresser. Because I don't know who he looks like. <laughs> His face is so familiar. It's funny <laughs> that they watched the Pirate game one night. <laughs> Holy shit, that's him. It's funny. It's glad that they can even do that now that three Pirate tickets are even wanted. Five years ago, if they had like a John Russell gnome hidden somewhere, <laughs> someone would just going to kicked it into the river. Yeah, right? Someone would need, <laughs> need to actually find, find John, John Russell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't even be the gnome. Just John Russell. Yeah, yeah, John, yeah, find John Russell. Yeah. hidden. Find him. Yeah. <laughs> Because we can't. He's got. <laughs> you 
Quine and let us Fucking know. John Russell. He said, yeah, he said, a Chipotle and Wexford. He's like, I'm not going. <laughs> Make your own damn lineup. <laughs> uh, I know, that's it's a funny idea, I thought. But, hey, any, any other uh, quick ones, Mike? Any, no, any, I, that's it. I think we covered it. We the, covered the, the sports the and stuff. Uh, happy with the Steelers draft. I'm very happy with our number one pick. I think Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree. I like his name. It's a great name, Bud. It's a good name. Bud's oh, yeah. a good man. But like like the Cosby Show, but Bud needs to get after damn quarterback. Bud, you go fishing with a guy named Bud. Yeah, Yeah. drink beer with Bud. Great name. Wasn't Mm -hmm. there who else was who else was a Bud? Wasn't there another Bud? Football Bud. Bud. Um, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Bubba. It would be a football uh, Remember, remember from Police like Academy? What was guys. his name? Bubba uh, Smith. Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. Bubba Smith. Yeah, 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 legendary. Yeah, yeah. Legendary play for the Rams, I believe, back in his day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he wasn't he? Hightower. He was Hightower. Yeah. And everyone knows him as that, but he's like one of the greatest you know, linemen ever. He's in maybe five of the seven movies. I don't know. I think he's in all of them. Is he in all of them? Yeah. Is he the only one to make all seven? Citizens on Patrol. Yeah, the only one I think they couldn't get was Steve Gutenberg. They couldn't get him for four. Yeah. He drew the line, dignity at that line. said, I'm an actor. Bobcat Goldthwait was in all of them from there on. Hey, why not? It's a paycheck. Yeah. We even made fun of it. He sat there and he yeah. goes, "Yeah, I did the first one." They're like, "Oh, that's his that's his first gig." And then he did the mm-hmm. second. He did number three, and he's like, "Now everyone's like, okay, they're clearly just paying this guy." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Hey, great, great job, Mike. I love, oh, I love, ta- we love talking sports. Hope everyone enjoyed that uh, special sports edition of Jim Cren No Restrictions, led by Mike. And next week, Mike Sasson's going to take the reins, bring his uh, some subjects that happened going on, and anything you want to talk about, Mikey. So. We'll, You'll change up the show mostly about sandwiches and towels. Just getting hey, <laughs> as you know, twenty minute talk on towels. You have a chance. You could you could be on the ground floor, uh, you know, napping at. You're all right with me. <laughs> and, ground floor. You could ground do it. You could have like hammocks and water beds and Isn't bunk nice beds. Terry hugged me the entire last thirty minutes of the he show. He did. I know. Holding me like this. I won. It's amazing. <laughs> I win. I, I, um, I win the gym. I win the gym. I win the podcast. Huh? I, I, I now win. I win Sideshow Network now. Huh? I, win. I won. I found the Jim Crone gnome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks everyone for uh, listening. Really, really enjoyed uh, ourselves, and we appreciate you uh, listening to the show. Jim Crone, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network, and we are brought to you by Diversity. Also, Diversity is a vape shop in Dormont, and also has a shop in. In Babcock Boulevard, it is fantastic. If, if you're into vaping like me, I like to do cigars, as everyone knows. But I cut back some time to do some vaping, and it's uh, it's really great. The flavors that uh, they make at Diversity are second to none. So give them uh, give them a shout. Go out and check out Diversity. Really, you really uh, be uh, be happy with what you find there if you're into vaping. It's Jim Cran, no restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Hey everybody, it's Jim Cran of Jim Cran, no restrictions. I just wanted to take the time out to thank you for listening to the show. We have a little over 100,000 subscribers now every week listening to the show. Go to SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or JimCran.com and subscribe today. And thanks again. If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the Internet. 
The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny and I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.